Hey guys, welcome back to the Create Me Podcast. And yes, this is a brand new episode in a series of special conversations with glass artists in partnership with Northlands Creative. And today my guest is Che Ker Young. He is a glass artist and teacher based in Edinburgh. Really enjoyed this conversation with Che. He's, really, he's a really sound guy. And, you know, as usual, I'll catch up with you at the end of the episode. All right, see you soon, guys. Hello and welcome back to the Creative Podcast and the series of um, conversations with glass artists across Europe. Today, my guest is Che. Um, he's a glass artist based in Edinburgh. How's it going, Che? Hello. Uh, nice to meet you, Aika. Uh, I'm yeah. very well. I've, um, thank you very much for having me. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no worries at all. Thank you for agreeing to come on um, the podcast. So, um, Che, um, before we get into our conversation, could you just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, well, absolutely. Uh, my name is Che, and I'm from originally from South Korea. Uh, I have been uh, living and working in Edinburgh, Scotland for over 14 years. And uh, I do have a, a studio down in uh, Leith, uh, in Coburg Art, uh, Coburg House Art Studio. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, and so, you know, my kind of like question for you was like, what kind of made you start to work with, want to work with glass in the first place? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, so quite interesting and big question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's because um, uh, I originally studied uh, fine art uh, for my first degree. Mm. And then and the glass uh, is, was something really new and uh, uh, blew my mind and uh, changed my life entirely, upside down, uh, in a way. <laughs> and back in uh, 1999, uh, a friend of mine went abroad to study um, glass uh, in uh, uh, in America, and he came back and did a workshop with us, and it was was some something very unique uh, experience and I never imagined we could use glass as an uh, artistic medium uh, for our uh, uh, art uh, at all until up until that point I saw he could he showed um, how to make glass so I decided uh, this is the medium and this is this is my this is gonna, this is gonna be my medium for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So, I came to Edinburgh to study in two thousand six. Okay, that sounds really interesting. Then that you know um, you're studying fine art, and then all of a sudden it's almost like you kind of like just fell in love with the whole process of like working with glass. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, just for the listeners, like what kind of specific medium or technique do you use when you're working with glass? Mm. As a, a beginner and as a novice and new to uh, the medium of glass, in the beginning I tried uh, many different techniques as much as possible. So I explored uh, glass blowing and explored fusing glass and slump, slumping glass and a bit of uh, painting glass and, mm. and kiln forming glass as well, uh, casting, uh, lost wax casting uh, specifically. And then, and as I learned more about uh, glass 
and the material and the materiality. I fell in love with uh, two main techniques, uh, glass blowing and lost wax casting uh, making process. Mm. So uh, those two techniques are my main means of uh, creating my artwork now. Okay. And, you know, um, just like, I think like when the listeners go online and look at your work, mm-hmm. it's a very kind of specific and very kind of unique pieces of like work. So what kind of inspired you to kind of create those pieces? Mm. Um, my inspirations are pretty much from my own uh, personal experience uh, mm being in a um, foreign country and or being in the situation where uh, I cannot belong to either uh, cultures. I'm, what I mean by is, um, what I mean is uh, my uh, cultural uh, location in a way. So, mm-hmm. so I, I quite often uh, come across the feeling of uh, uh, not belonging any specific uh, countries, either yeah. South Korea or uh, uh, Scotland. Mm-hmm. So that's my main inspirational source for my artistic okay. practice. I guess it's kind of like a sense of like being in between, isn't it? Like you know, um, like my I was born in um, in London, and my family comes from the Caribbean. I think there's always kind of that kind of like lingering feeling of being accepted but not being accepted to some degree. I don't yes. know if that's kind of like a mix of your work a bit. That's correct. Yeah, that's mm. exactly how I, uh, how I felt and how I feel uh, even now, ever since, uh, even though I've been here for four, over 14 years, I still mm. feel that I cannot fully uh, integrate it into this um, society in a way. Mm. Yeah, so obviously like, a lot of your work is just reflecting on that then. That's correct, yes. And yeah. then by creating an art object uh, which uh, which doesn't really belong to uh, uh, either British or South Korean visual culture, mm-hmm. I want to create some sort of conversation with the viewer. Yeah. I'm just kind of picking up when you said that, you know, obviously the, the struggles of kind of feel, um, of, um, of having a, identity within UK culture and then you kind of mentioned a bit like back home is that because you've been living in Scotland for 14 years or like your mindset's just kind of a bit different now that's right that's correct and because for 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 last 14 years I think uh, my life as a uh, uh, stranger or outsider Mm -hmm. I've I have I have been working really hard to uh, fit into this society. Mm-hmm. And, and then I think that made me uh, feel outsider or stranger back home as well. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I can, I can definitely kind of you know, relate to that and, and, you know, and see that um, from my own experiences. But, um, you know, like, so for you now, um, you've been working with glass for quite a, a while. Um, where has like your work taken or been exhibited around the world? Mm. Oh, <laughs> I've I've shown my work in uh, in America and South Korea and or um, also some um, countries in Europe and also uh, Britain and mm-hmm. Scotland as well. 
Yeah. Um, so, for example, um, uh, this February, I showed my work um, in uh, London uh, at Collect 2020. Uh, mm. My work was presented with uh, Vessel Gallery, the gallery is based in uh, London. And also a few years ago, uh, the organization called uh, Craft Scotland uh, presented my work at uh, SOFA uh, Chicago. Okay. Uh, alongside with other craft, uh, uh, Scottish craft makers and artists. That sounds really cool. So like from your experiences um, and it's been, you know, your work's been exhibited around, you know, different places around in the world. What's the kind of different opinions or perceptions of your work been like? Mm. Um, funnily enough, uh, my works are uh, re received and appreciated quite well in uh, Western countries. Mm. While as uh, when I uh, exhibited my work in South Korea, um, the response was uh, quite... Um, uh, funny and unexpected, in uh, unex unexpected. Yeah. So many many uh, Korean audience uh, took uh, see my work uh, as a piece of joke. They didn't really see uh, regard my work seriously. Okay. Uh, I think it's because um, since I use my uh, I, since I use uh, some counterfeit or invented South Korean letters on my uh, work, they thought my work is done uh, made by foreign artists who mm. doesn't have much knowledge or information about uh, Korean world or Korean culture. Okay. So like, how do you kind of like, you know, what's your kind of opinion of that? Like, you know, back home that your work is kind of perceived as a foreigner creating these pieces of work. Is that kind of a bit intentional as well? Yes, that's, uh, that's exactly how I intended mm. uh, my work to be seen or my, my work to be uh, perceived by um, audience in different cultures and different countries. And, mm. and again, uh, the intention also reflect my, my, my own personal uh, experience of living in foreign countries as a, a foreigner or outsider. And so, uh, again, as I said earlier, I quite often uh, felt that I don't really feel belong to any of these uh, uh, countries, so mm -hmm. being in, in, in between. Yeah. This. So, yeah. so that's... Uh, uh, having that um, respond from South Korean um, audience or viewers uh, uh, exactly how I expected. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and yeah. I guess like, you know, all artwork does bring about some kind of dialogue and it is very interesting how different countries and, diff and different people um, have a perception of what the work is trying to like convey. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you know, I guess, you know, you know the conversations I'm having with, you know, yourself and other glass artists is like, for me, it's like a journey in itself because I don't really know about, you know, the practices of working with glass and, you know, and the complexities of it. But it sounds like, you know, um, you've kind of gone on this really interesting journey and I'm very, very much interested in like, for you 
looking towards the future, is there any kind of practices with glass that you'd be interested in kind of working or working with that you haven't kind of touched on before? Mm. Uh, hmm. <laughs> um, so I think, I'm not really sure, but uh, I think when... I, I I still or oh, I was um, uh, the feeling my my feeling toward glass was mm-hmm. was something uh, since glass was very new to me and new to pretty much new to everybody in South Korea as an artistic medium. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think I really enjoyed the challenge glass. Uh, uh, set uh, for my practice. I don't know if it is the right answer to to your question, but uh, it's, uh, do you, like, do you kind of feel that it's just obviously um, your interest in glasses? Like, is it going to mean like continuously evolve over time? Yes. Yes, still there, there are lot, there are lots of avenues I haven't uh, uh, been or tried. So mm. it's still very mysterious material and mystery. Yeah. It's it's still very new to me. It's always every day excites me. No, that's really cool. And you know, um, I've been asking a lot of the glass artists on this series of conversations, like you know. But in a pandemic, and mm. I'm just kind of interested, how has that impacted on your work so far? Um, during the pandemic, uh, pandemic pre- uh, time, um, I uh, didn't uh, produce much work, but I had a really long, uh, relaxed uh, time and relaxed break, mm. and so I. Uh, how I used this uh, long break was um, I tried to uh, try to look back uh, uh, my artistic career uh, with glass and and see how how I appreciated and how much I enjoyed. Mm. So yeah, I think you know in that sense, I it was really productive. Uh, and creative time for me. I, I think it's definitely, you know, it's very important, you know, that you're saying that, you know, that allowing that time to kind of reflect and not feel like you just have to create all the time. I think that's definitely kind of important for creatives and artists. Um, you know, f- for you, you you also teach as well, don't you? Yes, I, I do, yes. I do. And, uh, um, sorry, sorry to interrupt sorry, you. So, so <laughs> I do teach uh, at uh, Edinburgh College of Art. Yeah, the, the University of Edinburgh. And so for you then, like, I'm guessing you're kind of getting back into a routine of going back to kind of teach as well. And is, is some of that, most of that, just kind of online now? Uh, it's predominantly uh, online now, but still um, a member of staff at the university and including uh, lecturers and technicians worked really hard over the, over the summer, ta- summer, uh, uh, summer time. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, so the university can uh, accommodate students in the studio. So student, even though uh, it is not uh, fully opened to studio uh, to the student stu- student, but 
they can have some access to studio to make a glass. Okay, and I guess that kind of be like on a limited kind of time basis in the week. That's right. Yes, mm. yes. And then they, uh, I think it's 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 in a way it's kind of uh, frustrating for both uh, um, the member of staff, uh, teaching staff, and the student. Mm. But uh, but still, I uh, I think it's it, uh, you know of course health health and safety comes first in during this. Uh, um, COVID time. So, yeah, we... I, I was kind of just thinking about this, you know, the, the whole kind of pandemic and how, you know, it always changes and evolves, you know, like, look, you know, this week we have new restrictions like in Scotland and mm. they'll probably be in place for quite a while. And, you know, even kind of reflecting on how the situation is evolving, I guess that's kind of like you can match that concept to with working with glass. You know, you set out of a plan to what you want to do and what you want to expect to happen, but then that kind of changes and you just have to kind of, you know, manage that and kind of work with that as that change happens. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And especially glass is, mm. a, is a material you cannot have full uh, control, 100% control on it. So mm. I think we are quite uh, accustomed or get we are quite used to uh, facing this unexpe- unexpected uh, future or result. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And so for you, you said that your studio is in Leaf. Have you been able to access your studio during the pandemic? Uh, during the pandemic, uh, yes, because again, um, everybody in the studio, every artist in the studio worked really hard together. And so we had um, kind of strict uh, hygiene and health and safety measure in place. Mm. So we were able to uh, come in the studio and do some work. Yeah. But I, I, as I said, I had a long, I decided to give me some long break. So yeah. I didn't uh, go much, but I, I went for a walk uh, a lot in the nature. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's, I think it's, you know, when you got that time to enjoy and relax and just kind of like look after yourself and, you know, Scotland is a beautiful country. Um, so it's kind of good to kind of have that time to reflect and think about, you know, what's kind of next as well. Um, so, you know, one, one thing I was going to want to ask you is that like, mm-hmm. how do you kind of keep yourself kind of motivated as well? What kind of motivates you to keep creating? I think uh, the material glass itself is a dialogue between uh, the material uh, between me and the material always excites me and always uh, material gives me always uh, inspiration mm. and it includes uh, all the challenges and failure and every time I face to this uh, challenge challenging moment and uh, set by this material or or failure and it, of course, uh, it, gets, it gives me big frustration, frustrating moment, but mm. still it gives me lots of inspiration. Well, no, that's, that's really cool. That's really good to hear. And, you know, over the years, you created lots of kind of different pieces of work. Do you have any kind of specific pieces that really kind of stand out to you that was going to be one of your favorite pieces of work? Uh, uh, yes. Um, uh, I, I created uh, some. Uh, I created a, a body of work called um, Korean Glass series. 
and I really uh, want to discuss about uh, my my work, specifically the technique I developed during my PhD research at the uh, University of Edinburgh. Mm. It's a, a surface decoration, a surface decorating technique. Um, uh, I I developed. Uh, I inspired developing the technique from um, the ancient Korean ceramic technique called Sangam technique. Mm. Is a, a sort of a inlay uh, technique in uh, ceramic. I but I used that inlay technique uh, and developed how to inlay color in, uh, inlay coloring technique in. Uh, uh, hot glass making okay. process. So mm. this um, the, this Korean glass series is one of my favorite uh, work. Okay. So w when did when was that then? When did you kind of complete your PhD? Uh, I completed in uh, my PhD in 2015. Okay. So like obviously that sounds like a very kind of like complex way of working with glass. And this is and I guess like. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but is this kind of like the first time that somebody's kind of done that process from instead of clay to glass? Oh, no, it's not clay to glass. Uh, yeah. okay. but, uh, the technique is inspired from ceramic technique. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and then also uh, within my uh, Korean glass series, I use um, the uh, English manufactured uh, uh, porcelain part mm. as well so <laughs> oh yeah i can see just behind you in your studio i guess and that's some of your work that's right yes yes okay uh, and is that some of the english porcelain and some of the top of the glasses there yes and then also i, I use the of uh, uh, porcelain for the foot of the mm. body oh okay yeah <laughs> all right no so, that sounds that sounds really kind of interesting and like definitely i know i think you know, I would encourage the listeners there to go online as well um, and look at your work as well. Because I think all of them, you know, a series of like work over the years that I've been looking at online seems very kind of interesting and nothing's the same. Very different pieces of work. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, yes, they are. And it's, be, uh, it's because um, I, on a regular basis, I go to a car boot sale or a, a charity shop to... Yeah. Uh, the, for the, uh, the, uh, the, the to find this uh, ceramic part. Okay, <laughs> I, that's, that's a really interesting way then to kind of like resource like additional materials for like your work. And I guess like you know, every day if you're finding kind of porcelain in charity shops and such, that you know they all have their own history and own kind of unique story. But you just kind of like giving them a new burst of life. <laughs> That's right, yeah. It's kind of upcycle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the old material. <laughs> so, and also, uh, oh, sorry. sorry. Uh, the, the reason why I use uh, porcelain element in my um, glass artwork is I, want, I, I also want to use this uh, historical and symbolic meaning behind those two materials. Mm. And for example, uh, porcelain um, uh, was uh, imported, introduced by Chinese merchant um, back in the uh, uh, 14th centuries. And, um, and then also glass, 
uh, Roman and Paris, uh, Parisian glass uh, came through Silk Road mm. to, uh, to South Korea. So I think it's kind of um, a cultural exchange yeah. and the historical cultural ex exchange is quite interesting. Well, absolutely. And, and especially when you can convey that in a piece of work as well, a piece of artwork. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, you know it's, it's very, you know, it's, I think that's kind of topic that's very kind of unique and, you know, special. Um, so, Che, you know, for you, like looking ahead to 2021, you know, we're still obviously uncertain. We're in this kind of pandemic, like, but for yourself, are you kind of like thinking about new pieces of work that you're kind of wanting to kind of start um, creating? Uh, yes. Um, um, I uh, started developing uh, a new series of work called Tamta. Um, this is a Korean word for uh, containing. And so uh, I will further develop a new design or new collection for this Tamta series in 2021. And hopefully I can show my work, physically show my work uh, more <laughs> in galleries. Yeah, I think definitely has open. I'm seeing a lot of kind of um, gallery exhibitions are going online now, you know. That's but, right. But I think, you know, um, when we eventually do get to that space where we can actually go out more and engage in exhibitions and events, I think it would be really interesting, you know, to kind of see your work there, you know, in person. And, you know, just um, one more thing for the listeners. Um, where can they kind of find your work online? Um, online? Online? Um... You can you can find my work on uh, Instagram, C H O I underscore K E E R Y O N G underscore Glass. Okay, cool. And I'll put all the links in the episode description as well. Um, thank you. you know, so the listeners can go and check out your work. But Jay, thank you very much for coming on. You know, the Create Me podcast, you know, in partnership with Northlands Creative for these series of conversations with Glass Artists. I really appreciate it. So like, you know, I hope you guys listen and hope you enjoyed this conversation and we'll catch up with you soon. All right. Take care for now. Thank you very much for having Thank me you. today. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Hey guys, so that was my conversation with Che. Um, I want to thank Che for coming on the podcast and sharing his story with us, you know, much appreciated. And I'm very conscious that during the episode, I was pointing out Che's artwork behind him, which you guys obviously couldn't see. Um, but I can tell you where you can see his work. Um, a nice little segue is um, in the links in the episode description. You can go and click on the links um, there and see all of Che's beautiful work. And, you know, moving forward, I've got a couple more conversations in these series of specials and I'm kind of actually getting a bit gutted that we're you know we're kind of finishing up with just like the last two episodes um but they're going to be really interesting conversations and I look forward to kind of like sharing them with you all and also you know a big shout out to the sponsors Northlands Creative, Creative Scotland and Creative Europe for making these conversations happen it's much appreciated guys and yeah you know I think that's probably enough for me rambling on just for now but um let me know what you're thinking of these conversations so far and, you know, I'll catch up with you soon. All right, take care for now, guys.